Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to the Merge Boo podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We want to talk about Survivor. Yeah, that's right. We want to talk about Survivor. And uh, um, we have two special guests with us, with, with us today. This is going great. The first guest, we have Chris George. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me back. And Tom Henry. Hello. Thanks for coming on, guys. Um, Chris, you've been here for a lot of these rankings, and we've been sort of working up to this one, eh? I've been I've been waiting and waiting and now it's finally here. And Tom, you in a way have been preparing for these rankings for a whole year. Yeah, I'm probably you know about as close as you can get to having a picture of all of the seasons in my mind. Yeah. I mean, uh, congratulations for making it through the entire 40 seasons over well, the Thank pandemic. you. I mean, it comes with a lot of pain that I don't have any left, but well, now you can just go to uh, Australia, Survivor, and Survivor South Africa. You know, people have told me that, but I don't know if I can do it without Jeff. That's, That's fair. That's the thing right there. Yeah. Also, I'm... also Russell Hans called um, Survivor Australia for babies. <laughs> <laughs> That's just because he was a little baby on it. <laughs> Didn't he get voted out with, sorry for spoilers, but he got voted out with an idol around his neck? Uh, I don't know. You're going to have to watch it and see. Oh my God. He said they all get fruit platters and bottles of water after the challenges. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was pissed that they had uh, porta potties too. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm excited for this today, though, because we've been, yeah, we've been building with this with Tom. We followed his journey uh, throughout the last year or two, and uh, we've been hyping up, wanting to hear Tom's list here. But now we'll get to form a list together. Mm-hmm. and figure out what the definitive list is of 40 through one of the best seasons of Survivor. So, and this, you can't argue once these are made. They, yeah, this, this is, is the, the list. definitive this list. This is the list, yeah. And um, um, for new listeners, uh, for you haven't listened to this ranking, our rankings before, it's uh, screen draft style. So it's a p- competitive uh, collaboration. We It's a, a snake draft. We, we're going to do 40 through one, but today we're just doing 40 through 21, the season rankings. And each of us has a veto. And we've decided the rule is if you uh, don't use your veto in this round, it will roll over into the 20 to one um, uh, list. So you'll have two vetoes if you don't use your veto. So um, and vetoes do work differently this time because in the past we've just had a, if you veto something it's off the list, but now if you veto something it means you want it higher. Yeah, pretty much. I, I look forward to ruining everyone's list with my veto because you'll see why. <laughs> I'm I'm so excited for this. I think we have a lot of uh, differing opinions at the table. I know that. Uh, Joel has already uh, warned me not to get mad at him. Uh, 
Oh, yeah. I should say that if I seem groggy, it's because I got my second dose yesterday of Moderna and I'm, I'm, I'm feeling kind of weird today. <laughs> and uh, I was I was saying it off mic, but Tom and Chris, I'm excited for you two to meet, especially for this episode, because you two have very differing opinions on the season sometimes. <laughs> going to be a fight. It's uh, we are not going to be friends after this. Sorry. We yeah, just met, but we have created probably the biggest rivalry that would top our last week's list. Right. I I have a theory that I think that Joel and Chris are going to be very similar in their list and that Tom and I are going to be similar in ours. I don't know if this is going to come to fruition, but this is my theory based off of previous conversations. Um, uh, uh, just going back to our last week's list, Tom, do you have a favorite survivor rivalry? Favorite rivalry. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Phil Shepard and Brandon Hans. That was on the list. That was that was on our list. That was yeah. your pick, right, Chris? That was my pick. Yeah. Look at that, Tom. Oh. We're so in sync. We're getting along. That's good. <laughs> there yeah, we maybe, go. Maybe Cody has been wrong. Deba- oh, yeah. Joel's been debunked right away. Oh, mm. wait. I thought of a better one, actually. Okay. Um, Shane and Courtney. Oh, good one. That's good a good one. one. It that didn't. That, that one didn't make it. I, that was on someone's short list, I think. It was on my short list. Mm-hmm. And uh, but Shane made our our the top of our list of survivor weirdos. Uh, Tom, I I know oh, you yeah. you are the only person that I know would like that. Yeah. But here's the thing, Tom, because this is why I got mad at that list is because we had the choices left of only two spots left and no one had chosen Debbie, Philip or Shane. Now, out of those three, you have to put Debbie and Philip on there. And I think that Shane has to be forgotten. I think Philip has to be the biggest weirdo. Well, I would say all of those people have to be on there. Yeah, we fucked up. Mm -hmm. Philip didn't make it on. Philip didn't make oh, it up. Although I would say there is an argument that Shane's not a weirdo. That's what I said. He was that just was going through withdrawals. Well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I didn't mean to open up old wounds here. <laughs> yep. He, <laughs> he just did a lot of coke that washed up on shore. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. Um. Yeah, Russell Hans would hate that. They're giving cocaine to the outcast. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Survivor. <laughs> this isn't Survivor. We're supposed to shit in the ocean. <laughs> They call that roughing it. I don't know why this is our Russell voice, but I like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I say um, we get to the trivia part to determine the order of our draft. Um, Cody, you said you had a, or you did tell me what what's yeah. the, what, how so are we going to do this. Basically, how we're going to do this is last uh last time we did uh, our episode i was the big loser so i'll face off against tom as tom being the new player and then we'll have chris and joel face off right now okay um as the two winners of last week's trivia so i have a question here when is that war the coming from ma you you better be ready for this one i'm ready for it okay so these two players both were in three seasons which of these two players has the most combined days on the island tony or coach tony it's not tony i don't even want to win this i want to i want to pick third i was throwing this it's coach (laughs) 
It's oh. it is coach. Oh, uh, shit. Because he was out early in game changers. Damn. Yeah, he only lasted six days. Yeah, but well, he made it to day 39 twice. That's what I mean. This is uh, very similar to uh, Seasons of Survivor, where people tried to throw the challenge and, uh, and couldn't, <laughs> just couldn't, including uh, Kai Gaian. Uh But yeah, Coach is 96 days total on Survivor, whereas Tony is 84. Dang it. So Chris moves on. Uh, Joel will be in the final losers round. I and- wanted third pick. I don't know why. Why did you want third pick? Well, because the first pick is, I mean, I think it's its pretty predetermined. So it feels less interesting. I don't know. We'll see, we'll see if Tom gets 40th pick. We'll see. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so I have a question for Cody and Tom. Is that I, right? I think oh, Chris no, I, should I, ask this. Yeah, oh, I yeah. think Chris should ask it. Yeah. Because then you can ask the question to me and Cody. Joel. Uh, okay, I've got a good one. Um, in 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 honor of our first meeting, Tom, here's the question. Yes. How many Toms have played on Survivor? Three. Um. All right. Three's wrong. I'm gonna say two. Two's also wrong. Four. Name them. Tom Westman. Tom Laidlaw, Tommy Sheehan. Who's the fourth? Um, I just assumed there would be another one. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the fourth? There is there is another one. Uh, you only asked how many. You didn't say. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Cody gets it. But um, who's the? Does does do any of you know who the fourth Tom is? Uh, Dan Lembo. <laughs> did we say? Did we? Did we say the the uh, pig farmer? We did not. Big Tom. Big Tom. Big Tom. Oh, Big Tom. Also, I mean, Tommy, is that a Tom? I don't know. Yeah, That's I counted him as a Tom. Yeah. I, I didn't want to say how many Thomases because, you know, then JT's on there. But All right. Oh. Um, uh, Tom's his last name. <laughs> Tom, Tom, do you ever go by Tommy? I don't, but, you know, if people want to call me that, they, they're welcome. <laughs> you're, I don't think you're a Tommy like Tommy <laughs> Sheehan. And I mean that as a compliment. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, okay. All right, Cody, you're moving on. All right. So should we do the consolation or the the finals right now? So I think uh, we should do the consolation. Consolation. Yeah. Okay. So I have a question here. Chris, you just asked a question. Yeah. So I have my second one. Um, Who is the first person to be evacuated for non-medical reasons? I know this immediately. Oh, Terry Dietz? It is Terry Dietz. Okay. Evacuated? Well, that's a, it's kind of a weird phrasing. Well, I guess, yeah, he didn't... He didn't quit the game. He was evacuated. Mm-hmm. Well, no, they I... said, like, you should go home. And he's like, yeah, I should. Yeah. yeah. Said, no question. Okay. In... Yeah, that's the facts on Survivor Wiki, too. I mean, I, w- I would have said Jenna, but she All wasn't right. evacuated. She just quit. <laughs> Right. That was, yeah, I guess, you know, looking back, I mean, it, they shouldn't have uh, um, made it out like Jenna quit. Like she went home and her mom died. Like that was the, the the, the edit was all wrong there anyway. um, So Cody and Chris, this is it. The the face off. I told you my, my question's kind of boring. So this might be uh, going out with a whimper instead of a bang, but uh, 
what was the alliance name that Nick Wilson had for his alliance with Elizabeth? Come on, Cody, you got this. I'm giving I you would, a chance. I was so prepared in my head to say Mason Dixon. I know I can see I like Mason Dixon. <laughs> that I completely blanked anything else. Come uh, on, Chris, you're gonna have to say it. Ah, oh, it's the it's the thoroughbreds. It's the thoroughbreds. So you get the 40th pick. God, I don't want it. But I am <laughs> I am happy to get the 21st. I have I I, I feel good about the number 2021. 20, so okay. So it will go Chris, myself. Joel, Tom, and Tom gets, snakes. Tom gets two picks. Yeah, two picks in a row. Yeah. Oh, I lost that's... the trivia questions on purpose <laughs> to get two picks. Yeah, that you... means I'm not going to get to pick again until 32. All of my, all of the things I want to say. 33 should, should be way below 33. I already, uh, I'm already distraught. This feels Quit like complaining. A all right, let's kick it off. And and let's just immediately move on to thirty to thirty nine because I don't want to spend time on forty because it's thirty nine Island of the Idols mm-hmm. as the worst season of Survivor of all time. It's uh it's got a boring winner. Um, you got the whole mess of stuff outside the game that is prevalent throughout a lot of the game. It just kind of casts that season in such a icky parlor. Mm-hmm pallor whatever and um there's really dumb twists in that season yeah the... oh yeah you gotta <laughs> you do have nora nora really saves it nora, but... <laughs> yes. nora and detective dean are are the highlights for me and that's and uh merge boot uh fan karishma, yes. karishma uh, who, yeah. whom we love tom laidlaw yes first canadian you do have player. the first canadian and what a mm. bad season to be on it's just like so many things if it had if it had had a different ending and if you know janet was able to come out on top or something like that then it could be higher janet, but yeah. uh... see the i mean the thing is that with this season obviously there's some stuff that really sours the season but there's so many good moments in it and so many good cast members that i'd like to see back that i would almost move it to 39 or 38 but so, I'm vetoing? not going to use my veto. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't, this isn't worth my veto either, but I have this season up 12 more spots. Yeah. I told you guys, Tom, Tom <laughs> has some opinions. For I mean, these, for all the care, for all the people you named, I think this is a, not that bad a season. Uh, with the exception, obviously of the ugliness. Yeah. I think, I think that's it, right? Mm. Like there's, there are a lot of r- really, good moments but but it's just that that ugliness that overshadows it so much that i feel like it it, to i feel like it's doing our due diligence to put it at (laughs) at number 40 just i would say actually that's kind of like the safe way out when when the truth is that this season has so many good strong women on it so to to take it away from them because of some fucking loser. But, I don't think that's actually fair, you know? But, yeah, that's fair. But here's the thing. The story didn't end up well for them either. Like, it went to this, like, boring white guy, you know? Like, that's the reason I really don't like the season in the end is because there's no redemption arc after the, the Dan Spiro stuff. Yeah. Boring, boring, like, white guy winner who was going to take Dan to the end had oh. Dan, Dan not um, uh, been pulled. 
life is messy, you know, and so is Survivor. <laughs> well, we're we're talking this. We're we're basically we're talking about the, our 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 twenty least favorite seasons of Survivor on this episode, and. I've said this to Tom, and I mean, I'm sure I've said this on this podcast many times. Uh, Bad Survivor is still Survivor, right? And uh, the thing about Island of the Idols and uh, is that it's really hard to see it for what it is and that Survivor because the game was all fucked this season, you know? Especially yeah. right at the merge, it was all fucked, and it was really hard not to see through this stuff because, like... So all all bad survivor is still survivor, but at the merge, those two episodes to me aren't survivor. You know, it's like that's not the game. That's not what I want to watch. But the game is a social experiment, and when life comes into it, they have to deal with it the best they can. And maybe they didn't deal with it well. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. So. Um, yeah, let's not spend too much longer on Island of the Idols. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I'm digging my heels in here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> not going to use my veto, but I am going to uh, filibuster this thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I so I got 39 here, and I mean, there's the one that I think is obvious, but I really want to make sure that this season is bottom four. So I'm going to say my season that I think is bottom four, and I hate this season. I, I would like if I'm to go back and watch Survivor seasons, I think that this is going to be the one that I will never revisit again um, because I just don't enjoy it. And it's Marquesas. I'm putting Marquesas right at the bottom. Number 39. I think this is a boring fucking cast terrible cast i mean it robs the guy that pops and he doesn't even pop that much in this season like this is just a slog to get through so i mean i yeah it, it's just not one that i want to revisit hmm. i so i had that one as my like 32 ish uh, it, it's definitely bottom for me but but summer summer less um kathy is the joy that in that season that uh that that I can desperately cling on to and have her drag me to the finish line. Yeah, there, there's there. Uh, to me, there are some interesting things in my cases. It was it was higher on the list, but it's it's not. I I don't feel very strongly about it. I don't think it deserves to be this low on the list um, because there are some very clever blind sides um, that early early on you weren't seeing, like the hunter blind side and the. Uh, What's his name? John. Uh, John Carroll. His blind side is really yeah. interesting. Um, but otherwise, and the story of Sean and V, uh, their their um, redemption through the merge is, is pretty interesting to me. But yeah, it's it, I don't feel that strongly about it. There is some questionable stuff in it, and it mostly is pretty boring. So, If, if um, that bowling alley owner had just made it past the first episode, I think it would have had some magic. What was his name? Peter Harkey. Right, Peter Harkey. <laughs> but uh, I'm totally with you guys. I have this one pretty low, and uh, Kathy's the bright spot. Rob's fun, but also an asshole. A dick, total dick. Yeah. Um, and this is the most Jesus-y season. That's the big problem for me. Yeah. Yeah. You think this is the most Jesus-y season? Oh, there's, yeah. There's another one that is... Jesus-y, but strategic at the same time. Like the Jesus-y stuff is strategic. When coach is using it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I respect I, it more. 
Yeah, I can stomach that a lot more. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, this one, just like the constant talk and like as soon as they get off on the island, two people are already holding hands, crying and talking about God. Like, I mean, that's yeah. what this season is just all about. And it's the through line. And I'm just not interested. And they speak in tongues, right? I think mm -hmm. that might be the bowling alley owner, but uh, I yeah. think Han's like kind of into it. Yeah, I no thank <laughs> you, no thank you. I'm glad this is uh, number thirty nine. I'd make it forty if I could. <laughs> okay, so I have thirty eight then. Mm -hmm. I have a um, so my thirty eight pick is a season full of assholes, no redeeming characters. To me, um, and uh, it's coming. It's coming right after Marquesas on this list, and it came right after Marquesas in <laughs> yeah. the uh, the shows. I'm putting Thailand at number thirty-eight. That was exactly my thirty-eight, Joel. Well, it was my thirty-nine. So yeah, I, I knew it was your thirty-nine. Yeah, it was almost my thirty-nine, but that's that's why I wanted third pick because I felt like it was going to be. 39 and Thailand and then the third pick would be get to be interesting. <laughs> I actually have this at 36. Okay. I kind of enjoyed Brian the whole time. I Brian, really Brian's an interesting enjoy one. Brian. Like yeah. Brian's one of my favorite winners to be honest. It, it, like he just he just dominates that season and it's that's why that's why I can rewatch it because it's masterful at like how how in control he has yeah and he's clearly like a prick but he's sort of a funny prick and and after this he goes to shoot a puppy with a bow and arrow yes he um, went on to big things yeah <laughs> great and, things uh, i do think it's worth noting in a dark way that this season's sexual assault is worse than 39 not to be ranking these things yeah <laughs> yeah and, uh, it just it just kind of gets away with it yeah we, we talked we talked about that a lot um i i i was re-watching um thailand when 39 was airing so it was like really prevalent in my mind the the juxtaposition between the two and how much survivor at least has grown in terms of handling these sorts of things yeah and just how everybody blames her and then they yeah. move on and when uh, <laughs> ted is like i don't even find you attractive anyway yeah it's tough it's a tough sit it really is and then Very ted sticks bad. around for a while and there's quite a bit of racism in those in those couple episodes as well and it's not a good look on brian but the weird thing is is i think the reason brian looks better is because clay is one of the biggest next level assholes to ever play the game. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, uh, Clay also gets uh, chokeholded by uh, Rob with two Bs. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the highlight of that season. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I just want to go back to the Brian Heideck shooting a puppy with a bow and arrow. <laughs> oh, great. Thank you. Um, <laughs> That's one of those things where I remember where I was when I found out. <laughs> I remember liking Brian when it aired, right? So like uh it was a different time, but uh I was at a I was at a cottage that my family had rented and there was like a a local newspaper like The Moose or something like that and the the story was in there like a little blurb Brian Heideck was arrested for survivor winner Brian Heideck was arrested for shooting a puppy with a bone arrow. 
it, it, it was such big news that it made a little blurb on this in this local cottage country newspaper. I thought that was funny. <laughs> That's pretty insane. Is that the first time Survivor made the blurb on that paper? <laughs> it made <Probably>. the moose. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't remember when it happened in the timeline, but uh, I, I would I would say that maybe Robin ha- Amber's marriage was big, big news. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, Tom, you got uh, two picks in a row here, 37 and 36. I'm so interested Excited. in what this is. And I'm I'm actually really glad I have both picks because I was just having a furious debate in my own head between two seasons. <laughs> you can get them both. So I'll stick with my original last on my list, a season that I think I guess I didn't enjoy at all. <laughs> um, season 21, Nicaragua. Yeah. Nobody good on it. Hey, oh, hey. Dan Lembo. Dan Lembo, hello. Who's Dan Lembo? <laughs> Alligator shoes. <laughs> oh yeah, that guy was all right. He's the guy who <laughs> um who sits in the big Gulliver's Travels chair. <laughs> Actually, that guy was really boring. <laughs> I told. That's he's why he's on the every challenge. <laughs> that's why he's on our memorably bland list. He's uh. He's he's who Cody would model his whole survivor strategy and journey off of. Honestly, as a guy that has tore his MCL uh, multiple times on both knees, Dan Lambo is a huge inspiration to me as a guy with bad knees on Survivor. Sending out of every challenge, I felt like, wow, if that guy can make it to fifth or fourth, what was he in? I, I can bad, too. Yeah. I can make it to fifth too. Would you well, say- we're not. We're not t- we're not talking about Dan Lembo. Let's uh, well, I'm, let's... I'm staying on the topic of Dan Lembo. Would you say he would be in the running for weirdest survivor body? <laughs> yeah, his proportions are so good. Skips leg day, but he's got that like old man, like hard working top half body. Yeah. So <laughs> this season is so bad that at the end you're rooting for Fabio. <laughs> It's true. I just simply cannot abide by it. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, exactly where I've placed it as well on my list. So I completely agree with this. And uh, it, it could even be worse. It's not it's not far off for me. I don't I don't hate this season. Um, I, I um, like it more than than a few. And I think it's also our recent talks about Dan Lembo that and uh that has shot it up but for me it was sitting at like 29 oh really it was yeah. it was wow. it was, it was, sitting, at, it it was sitting at 35 for me like <laughs> i i, I kind of like the season but there are seasons that are worse it that, beat like, a, that it is beat quite a few yeah. <laughs> so yeah i did have that season rated last and um this next season i have or should i go yeah yeah yeah, yeah. We're done. We're done with Nicaragua. Yeah, I, I mean, what I, else I can you say? What it's so boring. Say? And the the quits, the quits really sour the season. This so if that's my forty A, this is basically my forty B. Um, Thirty five heroes versus or whatever the hustlers versus whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, <laughs> heroes, heroes versus, versus hustlers versus humdingers. Three three H words. H H H. Heroes versus hustlers versus healers. Yeah, this season sucks. (laughs) Um, What do we got? Let me take a look at it. I can't even remember. Oh, so I was really against the Ben win. Mm -hmm. 
I think I told Joel, I, in my mind, it was the first illegitimate winner. Mm. The first winner who should have an asterisk. And, uh, you know, he's not likable. Nobody's likable. Who do we have here? Anybody? Devin's, Devin's pretty likable. Chrissy, yeah. I, I really like Chrissy, and I think that uh, that's someone I would like to come back. I was Chris? really rooting for Chrissy as well. Are you guys out of your mind? But oh, I, I was rooting for her, but then, but then immediately when things turn uh, f- for her, she becomes she throws a bunch of tanties, which I was like, okay. Are we thinking of the same lady? <laughs> She's strategic. Like, when you when you guys see somebody uh, be rude to a waiter at a restaurant, do you root for that person? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> You guys are nuts. I hype them on. <laughs> um, Devin, by the way, sucks. <laughs> um, but he's likable. That's like his only personality trait is being likable. I mean, a lot of people liked Hitler, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I guess we got the new fire rule out of this because they had yeah. to, you know, make it seem legitimate. Which actually, I do kind of like the fire off now. I mean, it in this season, uh, and I guess in Ghost Island too. It, I I don't like it because they don't know that it's coming. You know. Yeah, they, it's a joke. They should be playing like I, I like the fire more when they're playing for that end game. They know it's coming, mm-hmm. so they can str- str- strategize. It be a choice, it. right? I yeah. I mean, I don't like it. I like it better because they can strategize towards uh, the end game is four now instead of three yeah. um uh but uh yeah nick uh, sorry here's healers hustlers was very low on my list too i don't like that season um it's it's i i it was when i took a break from survivor i came back for game changers and heroes versus healers versus hustlers and i thought oh this show sucks now i i can't I don't know if I can watch it. That's why I barely watched Ghost Island when it was on. And thank God for uh, David versus Goliath bringing it back. But uh, um, yeah, Heroes Hustlers, I, I, thought it, I thought it signaled the end of the game to me. It signaled, <laughs> signaled I thought it, the, the show was going to end after that. It's so, it's so weird because this is actually the season that I started watching when I got back into Survivor. Like this was the the yeah. one that I That's started on uh, yeah. again. So, I mean, like when I got back into it with this season, I think I have it a little bit higher just because like I remember it so fondly of being like, I, I still like this game. I, I want to watch more Survivor um, and go back to this show again. So I think I hold it a little bit more fondly because of that. Not that it's like very much higher on here, uh, but I I think I have it a little higher maybe than anyone else. I hmm. I I had it I had it probably higher than you, Cody. I I don't. Well, <laughs> I'm I, I have, number one. I, yeah, it was, it was my number one. <laughs> um, no, it was my twenty. Wow, wow. And, and I think I think like the fire making challenge stinks, but. I I was drawn to Ben. I also might be biased in this too because I was in a big Survivor other fantasy like game uh, and out of like 750 people I, I won because so I was always rooting for my team which was like Ben, Chrissy, Ryan who I had drafted at the beginning. Uh, so I'm sure that sort of biases is 
cemented it because I was kind of rooting for those, for the people who went far throughout most of it. Um, but I think uh, one of the most memorable moments is, and it's a shame that the fire making did happen is when Ben puts down that upside down you in the final challenge and you know, he needs to win it. And it's like that encapsulates like the heartbreak that survivor can have. And then they were just like, ah, well, well there's this fire challenge. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. Okay. But I'm not going to veto it. No. Yeah. That's what no. I was going to ask. Cody, no. you, you vetoing? No, 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 no. Yeah. I, I, I find it like, especially these like bottom, maybe in, even in these bottom, like, 30 i'm gonna find it hard to justify a veto unless one of my uh top ones somehow slips on here yeah and, and you know what if anybody vetoed that i'd come to their house and fight them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, i'm i knowing tom's violent streak it's probably good that we're recording <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and i will i will admit on on my rewatch because i rewatched that one like pretty recently i was pretty bored throughout most of it same Mm -hmm. I, I, I rewatched the first few episodes recently with Mimi and I just I couldn't I couldn't I, I couldn't be bothered to finish this. Either. Yeah, I, I didn't finish it on a rewatch as well. So my, my big thing about Survivor is just give me some people that I like. I don't care if the strategy is bad. I don't care if there's a bad winner. But if there's nobody I like, then I'm out. Yeah. And All right. So, I like. so moving on, I'm going to I'm going to pick 35 and uh I I don't know if Tom's gonna use his veto here, uh, but I'm going to be picking the season that Boston Rob won, Redemption Island, season twenty-two. Oh. Wow! So I don't like this season. Um, there is some good episodes in there, but uh, there's a stretch of episodes in there where the pagonging is happening of the um, the Zapatera tribe. And it is truly some of the most boring survivor in the history of the show. Once you get to the merge and things start happening, it you do not see any um, other way than to um, rob the win. So Rob's going to win, and you just have to keep watching. And then buddy system. Exactly. All these characters are so boring on both tribes, except for one guy that is eating up the entire screen. And I know people love him, and I like him too, but. Philip Shepard takes it too far at times. Like it's, it's not like you're not watching survivor anymore. You're watching yeah. the Philip Shepard show. So and you get uh, mad at Meryl Streep every time she gives an Oscar winning performance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I do oh, think oh, she's in, in the, the Iron Lady. The hero's too good in Raging Bull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But had Philip Shepard come out in the final two been like, Hey, this is all an act. I gotcha. He would have won, but he didn't. He was like, I'm continuing this to hell with you. Personality. To hell I with only you. want the one file vote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me, I mean, I think there's worse seasons than this, and I think some are slipping by here. I think a lot are slipping by. <laughs> I think a lot are already slipping by, and I'm feeling uncomfortable by it. Uh, but uh, yeah, like, I mean, uh, Russell's rash, huge points for that one. What? Um, Oh Good yeah, it was just you it was, like that? It was disgusting. I love it. Um and then uh Rob's uh, epic stair win. I've talked about that challenge as being one of the top challenges of uh him fighting up those stairs to his legs don't work anymore, Joel. It was He's literally carrying his family on his back. It was epic. 
I, it was uh, fine. It and was I, just fine and because I, everyone else was like so boring that you were like, yeah, okay, obviously Rob's going to win it. I think there's so many uh, great Philip moments. When you think about like what people consider to be like the dry end of like Survivor or whatever, I forget what they call it. The Dark it, Ages. The Dark Ages is around, it's this area, right? But uh Philip has that those moments that really stick with you and you really remember like did he actually call upon his uncle to find his underpants because he somehow found them oh my god that's See, enough why is this on survivor there's like a whole episode about him finding his underwear I'm I'm with uh, I'm with uh, Tom here in uh, being about the characters and like when you so are we videoing well, this shit? You guys videoing I'm, this? I'm, I'm considering it. I'm listening to everyone's arguments and I'm considering it. Yeah. I, I think you guys are punishing greatness. <laughs> this, is, this is the Boston <laughs> Rob show. It's really fun to see him win, even though you know he's going to. Mm -hmm. uh, he's charming as hell. He's, it's fun to watch him just like work his magic. And uh, on top of that, we get uh, Philip Shepard. One of the greats. You, you got to love how bizarre this season is, too, where you're like <laughs> so many people are thinking different things like uh, Phillips being guided by this feather and his ancestors. And Matt uh, somehow has the power of God to uh, take him through all of these challenges. It feels like I'm in an alternate reality when I'm watching this season and <laughs> I'm all for it. Phillips screwing up the names all the time. Oh. I watch that over and over. That's worth the season alone. <laughs> I, uh, for, for, for me, what, what stands out, what I really like about this season is Matt Elrod. He's why my... are we like, why are we gushing about redemption? <laughs> no, I, I don't, I, I had it at 25. I think it deserves to be at this slot. I'm not arguing with you, Joel. Um, you had it at 25. That's quite oh, a few uh, away there, Chris. Uh, oh, no, no. Sorry. I had it at, I had it at 30. I had it at 30. I just looked at my, my list wrong. Um, I, uh, the, the part I like is Matt Elrod. I'm not a big Philip fan. I, I like people who are strategic and, but there was no strategy. So then we focused on the characters and the drama. I feel like the reason it's, this is more of a dark ages of Survivor is considered that is that they were trying to cast dramatic, they're trying to cast drama rather than trying to cast, um, people for the show they're trying to cast people who like Nayanka or Philip back to back and Brandon Hans and the next one that would like create these dramatic explosive situations and for me that's that's not what I like what I personally like about Survivor so that's why it's it's never one that I'm super high on even though on a rewatch Rob is super fun right I mean I guarantee you that Philip was weird in his audition like no doubt and obviously Brandon you could have predicted it, but Nayanka, I don't know if they cast it off of character there because Fair. she's supposed to be a teacher. You would only hope that she would act this poorly and lose her job from this. I, I Crazy. Feel, I, my feeling is like Nayanka, they were trying to do more of a, almost like a big brother, you know, get people to fight or whatever. Mm. But Philip Shepard to me is like a truly unique individual uh, and a wonderful man. <laughs> Are we vetoing this? Well, I'm going to say this. I have it at 20, which is a long ways away. But there's a season I like more that I think I'm going to need a veto for. Fair. Right. I'm not going to veto it. 
All right, then it's 34, your pick. Uh, so my pick, I think this uh, has made it uh, too long. Uh, one world's got to be on here. Uh, like, how has it not been chosen yet? Cool. This, of course, good winner. Everyone likes Kim. Uh, but this season is bad. This is a bad season. There's a lot of boring characters. And there's Colton, which is insufferable to watch. I don't know. This is just, this is not a season you want. And everyone, they brought back so many people from these seasons or from this season. And I almost didn't want any of them back. Except for Kim. Uh, except for Kim and maybe Troy Zan, but Troy Zan's like, great when he comes back. Yeah. 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 He's so good in game changers. Troy Zan's the ultimate uh, survivor mimbo. <laughs> <laughs> And Kim, I'm bored by, honestly. When you said everybody loves her, I thought, not me. Yeah. <laughs> I I understand it, though, too. Like, when you watch this season, I mean, it goes from, like, it's either hard to watch or boring and never good. Other than Tarzan. Tarzan is fun to watch. But it's not worth it. This should have been. Speaking, speaking of uh, entire uh, episodes about underwear. Yeah, <laughs> this se this season to me should have been um, way lower on our list. That's where I would have it. But... I, I I have it at this spot. This is the exact spot I have it. It's um, I I I don't think it's I don't think it's worse than any of the the ones on the list. So oh, other than Marquesas, I have Marquesas higher. But uh, um, yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a big One World fan. But once Colton's gone, it 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 has a light tone to it that I, I, I kind of enjoy that it's, it's, it's very easy going um, because there's, there's no real darkness to it once Colton's gone. So I, uh, there's just, he just casts such a large shadow over it. And so I kind of like seeing Kim and, and uh, her cabal uh, kind of take off the guys. It's kind of fun. And uh, I, 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 I find cat and, uh, and yeah, I find cat charming. So um, uh I, I like seeing her and her cousin at the family visit and all that. And I like, I like her blind side as well. You like her cousin. You like her little relationship they, with her cousin. They have a little uh, <laughs> language together. I'm not trying to be the, uh, the disagreer here, but I think Colton's the best part of the season. <laughs> and, uh, but I have it almost exactly this spot as well. Uh, do you think like Colton's the best in his next season that he does? Uh, <laughs> you guys keep chatting. I'm going to go to the washroom. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, he's fun. He's a fun character. He's very hateable, obviously. He's very hateable. Yeah, but I love to hate. <laughs> That's fair. I feel like this is one of the only big characters that I just did not like and can't and have a hard time watching um, when I like think back about yeah. all of the characters. I, I, I was rooting against him. Mm -hmm. I wanted him out, but while he was there, at least he was sort of spicing up a boring season. So, so sorry, you, you like Colton more than you like Chrissy. I just want to be... <laughs> Chrissy, oh God, yes. <laughs> okay, I just wanted that on the record. That's, that's all I wanted. Make sure that was... to be one of the worst players of all time. <laughs> Chris, you seem to have disagreed with this one world pick. 
Um, I mean, I'm not going to veto it, right? Like, I understand that One World isn't that dynamic. I really like the final three. I think I like Sabrina. Um, I, I like Chelsea. And and I do really like Kim. I, I, my, Jonas my, likes Chelsea, too. My enthusiasm for... Uh, for this season, I know this is Chili Davidson's number one season of all time. He talks about it nonstop. He says it's the best season of Survivor ever. Oh, um, yeah. We, the, famously, famously, the best opinions in the world. Chili I'm going to message Chili Davidson. Right <laughs> <laughs> I'm firebomb his head. <laughs> he, he loves it. Um, so I'm not as, I'm not as high as, uh, as Chili is, but... Um, Did you have this top twenty? Be honest with us. No, I had this at twenty-five because there are how many? A... How many have you had at twenty-five? Yeah, no, the that. other one was thirty. The other one was thirty. Every one, Marquesas was twenty-five. <laughs> Hustlers was twenty-five. Redemption was twenty-five. I had it. I had it there because there are just a lot of seasons of Survivor that I go that I that apparently I don't like. <laughs> I mean, I like it all because it's Survivor, but then that I can be critical about. So, and I think, I think my, my esteem for Kim and her win, it's a similar feeling to Brian Heideck almost in the way that they control the game. Right. And I, that, that sort of thing, when I can latch on to at least that and see like, yep, they're dominating. That's, that's still interesting to me to, to watch. Especially but everybody hates when Rob controls the game. <laughs> exactly. What's going on here? No, that, that was the only part of Redemption Island that I could sink on to. Watch. Okay. You're with that. Okay. Yeah. I think that like the big part about this is like when you watch uh, Brian, he's controlling the game the whole season. You watch Rob, he's controlling the whole season. When you're watching the pre-merge of this one, you don't get a lot of Kim. So you don't get a lot of that control. And it's not in the edit as much as in those other seasons. Um, So it it kind of, it doesn't come come across as much. And uh, yeah, the season just can't be redeemed. By the way, one world, would they run out of islands? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like that twist. I'd, I wish they'd bring it back. I kind of do like that twist as well. The, the, the possibilities are really there for a lot of potential mingling down the line, right? But it, yeah, just, it, didn't, was, it just didn't pan out. It was so exciting to see the women ask the men to make them fire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, Chris, you have the 33rd and 32nd spot. Man, there's a lot that I wish could be on it, but I have to go with what was my 39, and this might get vetoed. I'm, I'm expecting this could be vetoed because I know a lot of people here like it a heck of a lot more than me, but for me, it's the one on the rewatch where I was viscerally not enjoying myself throughout the season. I just don't. And there are so many fun moments in it too that we bring up and that we talk about a lot. And it brought us one of the best reward challenges of all time, the best rewards of all time, Jack and Jill. And that's <laughs> South Pacific. I just, when we when you're talking about so crammed with religion with Marquesas, that's how I feel about um, South Pacific. And it just, and I know it's like coach uses that as strategy, but it just feels maybe because Brandon is so unstable, but it just feels, it feels really icky and it feels like it just casts the whole thing in in such a bad light. And I like Sophie and I love that she came back and did such a, had such a great showing for herself and proved that like, 
she's a she's a great force but and we obviously didn't see enough of her in the season that she won yeah right um so it's just it's one that i don't think i would ever watch again from start to finish i'd watch the clips of uh the chucky the cheese and ozzy's bad acting and like even just think about the season there are so many great moments about it but because it has that over that that sense that over top of it all i just i just don't like it and it makes me not like coach whereas i like coach in the first two seasons yeah i feel like i feel like i'm one of the only fans of this season get it only fans only fans because of ozzy i didn't get it i'm glad you explained it. yeah he's because uh ozzy likes to jack off um and videotape himself and that's okay um but um we we didn't see it much in this season, even though he was he's a bit of a masturbatory guy. Um, anyway, I kind of like this season, but uh, I'm not going to veto it because I don't like it enough. It's at 29 on my list. Like, like I said at the beginning, like all 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 Survivor is Survivor. And it, um, even the bad ones, I kind of like. And uh, South Pacific has one of my favorite episodes in it. Um the final five when when brandon gives away his idol i think is a, a banger of an episode um but uh the rest of it is yeah i mean if i if i'm gonna if i'm gonna argue about the redemption island season it basically the exact same thing happens in in south pacific with the paganging so like those those episodes are super boring i like, I like this season yeah, I think that and I've argued this so many times and I'll argue it again that I don't think what coach did was icky. I think that he kept Brandon Hans at bay. We saw what happened when Brandon didn't have coach. He exploded. Brandon was kept calm by coach the entire season. Plus, we get a season where against all odds, coach makes it to the finals, a season that I think was designed for Ozzy to win. And we watch coach go against the odds, make it to the end and lose. Does it? He loses. He doesn't get what he deserves. I, I totally agree with Cody. I mean, you get a whole season of coach uh, and you get this guy come back who was really not good at the game. And now he's learned <laughs> how to play and he feels like an elder statesman and he comes in and he goes all the way to the end. He uses whatever he needs to. He uses the religion stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was icky at all either. I think if you, if you ask, ask coach, like he's going to tell you that he wasn't using the religion as strategy. Well, he is a very Christian man. Mm-hmm. He also gets inspired by the movie Jack and Jill and changes his <laughs> strategy in the game. We've had this conversation so many times in this podcast. I know, but I need it to just come through. He changes his strategy in the game based off of this movie. So you're saying Adam Sandler should have been on Game Changers? Yes! <laughs> in in Dressed as Jill? Like, I, I was totally prepared for this this to be vetoed, and and I definitely feel like I, I could be in the minority here, but... Um, I think you are, but I, I don't feel strongly enough to veto. Yeah. Tom? I have a 20th, um, but I'm still hanging on for this one season that I have to stick up for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... Which may, maybe as time goes on, maybe I, it's not going to be rated as low as I thought. But um, it doesn't I'm seem- actually just seeing, I thought I had the Rob season 20th, but I have it 16th. 
So I might have, maybe should have used my veto then. Wow, 16th. But uh, <laughs> anyway, no, I don't think I'll veto this, but I, yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm not going to use mine, and I know Coach is going to be disappointed, but I have to keep mine he's, just in he, case. He's well. going to stop listening. I, Coach, if you're listening, I love you. And uh, you, yeah, you're one of the best not, players ever. Yeah, you're not icky. <laughs> Chris, I, love, I love coach too but i love him more in his previous seasons yeah me too this is his best strategic season but his least uh entertaining season yeah um good. just like you say any survivor is good survivor i'd say any coach is good coach i agree i agree <laughs> that's, i agree that's but fair, if, yeah. if we're ranking the coaches there's a clear ranking for me yeah. um chris what's your 32 32 i'm really torn because as i'm thinking about it like I have another one that I want to be around that I think should have been mentioned already, but I need to get these seasons as low as possible because I don't like them. Um, this is my only chance until it's way too high for me to, to talk about them. Oh, I can't even imagine if they're still around. Uh, I'm going to put as my number 32, this is my least favorite twist. And I think it, works worse on the second time around and that's blood versus water two san juan del sur oh shit you're putting <laughs> san juan del sur at 32 i am i oh. like it less than the original blood versus water even though that one's got hayden moss the the dull dullest person around oh, um, i love san juan del sur man oh this, shit this is the first top 20 season for me to be mentioned yeah me too me as well. Shit. <laughs> well, Are we going to veto somebody's, this, guys? Somebody's who, got a veto it then. Who on the team is going to use their veto? I just think I just think the blood versus water, while you guys hold think on, about hold it. Hold on, hold on. You, you, I think someone's going to veto it. So don't even talk about it. Um, well, I'm going to talk about it until you veto. I think the blood versus water twist is the dumbest twist because you basically only get 10 people playing instead of 20. And why would I want to watch 10 people play Survivor over the course of a season when I can watch 20 people play Survivor? Chris, I believe you're forgetting that Sierra voted at her own mom. Yeah, that's why it's not the first one. <laughs> so that was 12 players in that season, brother. Um, uh, Cody, Cody, are you going to veto this? Um, I don't want to use my veto. And here's why, uh, Joel, because, and I think it's going to be you, I think you're going to put game changers out of the top 20. So I need to make sure it's on there. That's the only reason why well, I don't want to use my dude, veto here. I'll just say, so, just so you know, it's, it's not, it's not in the third. It's not in, uh, and I'm being honest with you. And I, I, I will, there's I will a, there's a lot that hasn't been mentioned in my 35, you know, like I, I still, I still have a lot to say before I get to game changers, just so you know, I have a lot to I'll tell you in, in a sense of fairness, because I kind of consider these seasons to be almost the same, that if you if you vetoed this one, I would want to put just the first blood versus water, but I won't. I'll pick something different because like my issues with the theme and as in the words of War Dog, the theme, the theme is, is not, not on trial. trial. So, Cody, what do you think? So I'll, um, I'll, I'll put that in the open for your for your veto decisioning, because I know using a veto is a very important decision. Yeah, this is this is big. This is a big one. What's what's the table? Let's table this, guys, because. Uh, All right. Well, I have a negotiation to make. OK, I'm, I'm looking out for my um, 
for my Karamoan. Oh, okay. Right, right. So do we see that coming up soon? Not me. I have it up here, but we can make a negotiation. <laughs> I, I have Karamoan pretty low, I'll tell you that. But All right, I'm I, saving my veto. But I won't be, I, I probably wouldn't put Karamoan as the replacement for this, at least. I, I'm going to save my veto. Joel, I think you're the Tyson man. I think you have to do this. But Tyson's not in this season. Yeah, no, it's oh. with Natalie and Jeremy. Yeah, there's two seasons that I Jacqueline and John and Drew Christie and Wes and Keith Nail. Yeah, I really oh, oh this like... is the this is the other blood v water. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't care about this one. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think well, that's that's why this one's lower. I don't like both either blood versus waters, but this one's lower for me because at least in the first one we get to have all the characters that we love back, I and they're like add-ons, whatever. I'll say this about this season. This is one where me and Cody's loves come together. Like me and Cody don't agree on much. I think one of me and Cody need to, we need to agree who's vetoing um, because this is, this is one you can listen to our, our San Juan del Sur episode. We did a whole episode about it. This it's, it's one of the most cordial me and Cody has ever been. We just, <laughs> just, just means an, a lot to the two of us. We just spent an hour <laughs> and a half gushing. So Cody, do you want to veto this one? Because I'm not going to bring up game changers. Game changers. I'm going to say something high. here. I don't think either of you should veto this. This is not a great season, guys. Thank you. Yeah, I think it's so fun, and we can talk about it more when it comes up later. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I don't think I'm going to use my veto here. All right, I it pains me to do this because I wanted to save my veto, but I'm going to veto this. All right, it has been vetoed. It's not there, and I'm not going to do the other blood versus water i'm true to my word so i will put i will put a season that deserves to be low and it hasn't been mentioned yet and and i'm glad it's not bottom people often say this is the worst season of survivor and i it's got it's got one of the not greatest twists but there are a lot of uh redeeming factors to it and uh and i'm happy it's higher i had this one as my like 30 35 i think so 32 is kind of close and it's uh season 14 fiji cool okay i think we need to it needs to be in the bottom 10 but i i don't a lot of people put this as their bottom like their last one and like the have the have nots twist isn't great the what what really lowers it for me like yao man is such a treasure and he saves it mm -hmm. i like earl as a winner i would have loved to see him come back um and, and Dreams on the rewatch especially is like a, a really fun character. But what really hurts this season for me are Lisi and Rocky. They're just both so unpleasant. And it's that unpleasantness that kind of seeps in. And Lisi, like even reading her other, her Survivor interview that EW has been putting out all the interviews with past castaways, um, She's like, oh yeah, never watched it. Haven't watched it since. Mookie actually, his recent one said he's he doesn't watch Survivor and like only watched the previous one. Was clearly a recruit. It, it's you don't have passionate people who are passionate about the game playing, and the the twist isn't great. And it's a mean jury. It's a really the, mean jury. Yeah, the only one that wasn't a recruit is um, Papa Smurf, the guy that oh had to quit because he was hurting. Dang. I, these are unlikable players that I agree that are unlikable. There's no, it's not fun. Like, cult, yeah, you know, these guys just suck. And uh, the jury too, you're right. Who's that lawyer guy who, 
the lawyer guy with the long hair, Alex or something. Alex. He's brutal in the jury. And he thinks he's being so cool because he's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, see, Rocky's not brutal at all in the jury. Lisa gets better in the jury. Theory, but yeah. like Rocky, Rocky, Rocky really oscillates. He can be like, he's like really fun and charming at the beginning. And then he gets really ugly and then he gets okay again. I think like he's more of along the lines of a uh, Shane Powers type. Not as good, obviously, but he's more along those lines. And when you think about like what the theme did to this man of never giving him, like he was always on the have nots tribe. So I don't think that like watching Rocky, I enjoyed him. Uh, Lisi, I didn't enjoy at all. Oh, Lisi's the but, worst. But I'll stand up for Rocky. And I, I think that he proved to be like the conditions getting to him by like his jury speech and being very fair during that and giving everyone a fair shake in that last jury speech by um, just giving them all a fair question to pull someone ahead. Dude, um, really, um, he feels like he's going to be a good character and then he, he loses the plot. Yeah. Yeah. There's a really dumb twist in the middle of the merge too, where they send, they, they, they split up the tribe. They, and then they send them right to tribal council. And I can't remember who goes home, but a really promising Michelle, Michelle, right. Michelle Michelle goes home. The only good thing that came out of Fiji from Lisi is this. If you're on the YouTube, you can see it's a gif (laughs) of Lisi running and immediately falling and face planting. That, that was very good. I actually had like Fiji, like quite a bit higher, not in the top twenty, but like edging it. <laughs> um, yeah, I like I I like Fiji, but I'm glad it's 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 in the thirty, um, in the bottom thirty. It's I think once I mean we've already said it once Rocky and Lisa are gone, like Colton, there's a lightness to the to the merge episodes. Um, the Edgardo vote out is brilliant. Um, the first sort of safe vote uh, enacted with the idol. Um, yeah. And uh, it's and then and then when uh, Yao Man plays his idol is a great episode as well. Um, and the car thing with dreams is kind of entertaining, too. And like I just finished. I watched all of Cook Islands and uh, in in the um, next time on for Fiji, uh, Jeff describes it as like one of the biggest moral dilemmas the show has ever seen. And I'm like. Yeah, I mean, it is a really interesting sort of moral dilemma, and I think Dreams gets uh, the short sh- shrift on it, but uh, it's a it, it's an interesting sort of back and forth there. Yeah, the the thing with this season that I really like is like partly to do with the theme. I mean, like with the theme, it creates these underdogs to such a strong point that I find myself by the end, like really rooting for Earl and Yao man, like really rooting for them because I've just seen them so down and like kicked over and over again in the preseason. I mean, is that, is that evidence of the theme or is that evidence of just how much Yao man pops and you're going to root for Yao man and he's going to feel like an underdog. It's both. It's both. I think the theme helps with that. Tom, do you remember um, uh, uh, we have a friend named James who's also watching Survivor and he was, do you remember he was having trouble with 14 and we just told him to skip it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's I, very skippable. I'm getting bored just hearing about it. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, that's honestly, yeah. If we're going to sum it up in one word, very skippable is that. I mean, it's between Cook Islands and China. It's just, I mean, and you're on such a high after Cook Islands, you got to just, I, I, it's if, you, if you're doing it, it, it 
a season in order thing, I think it's worth skipping or, or just watching. I like the last few episodes of Fiji. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's number 32. It's not San Juan del Sur, but, uh, and I figured somebody would put Fiji and that's why I wanted to put blood versus water, but. Well, seems like Fiji was an easy vote. All right. (laughs) I'm using my veto. (laughs) (laughs) Cody. Um, Yeah. I had this in my bottom five and it's still not come up yet. So I got to make sure it makes it on here. I'm putting uh, Guatemala. What a boring season. Oh shit. Okay. Wow. That is much higher for me. Much higher for me. It's in my top 20. Me too. Yeah. I uh, felt like I'd be the odd man out on this one. Um, I don't know. There's something about this season that like, I remember watching it live um, and just really not being into it. And then in the rewatch, just not being into it and then trying to rewatch it again before uh, winners at war. Cause I watched through all of the winter seasons again and just stopped. I didn't, I didn't finish it that time. Um, it's just never been a season for me and I find it very boring and uneventful. Mm-hmm. So you're mm. telling me you don't uh, love Rafe <laughs> or Bobby John? Well, Bobby it, John's my guy. Or Judd, one of my, one of my yeah. favorite players until he sort of wasn't a thing. We love <laughs> Judd too. I mean, what's going on here, Cody? Yeah, I don't know. Veto it if you want, but this is a boring one for me. I don't have my I like veto. Setting too. I like the seasons with different looking places. Yeah, I, I love the, I love we talked about it in our in our most exciting challenges. I brought up the hike, um, the the first challenge that's cool if they're in the ruins. Um, you know what, Cody, I don't think I can use my veto on this because I need to save it. But I hope you get eaten by a freaking crocodile. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry to scumbag. I'm sorry get, to piss I everyone off. Sick from a, a thorn going in your arm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I hope you. Uh, I hope you drink from the unboiled water pot for three days. <laughs> uh, everyone's really come together for this one. I didn't think it'd be that controversial. Guatemala <laughs> is a really fun season. Um, Danny maybe isn't the best winner, but uh, she was great, and she just didn't. She didn't step it up. Yeah, for, in Winners of War. Um, I am a Steph. I am a classic Steph hater. Yeah, and which is why I like this season more than Palau because Palau she's painted in such a heroic light, and this one she's like, like one of the bigger villain edits ever. Yeah, that's right. That's why I don't like it. I like seeing her as a hero. <laughs> oh my gosh, I, I really think this should be higher. But I do I, I? I think the fact that it's at the very least uh, below Palau on the list um, does piss me off a bit. It's below so. Oh. It's below a lot of. I mean. Yeah, I mean, I have I have twenty seasons that I would uh, that I think this is better than. I think that you guys would be more pissed off with what I would replace this with. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> That's why I can't veto. I mean, I can't veto, and I probably wouldn't. It's at twenty on my list. So. I, I don't feel passionate. But yeah, I, there's not enough passion for me yeah. too. Um, so should we go over the top 10 or the bottom 10, I should say, uh, Let's do it. now. So number 40, Island of the Idols, number 39, Marquesas, number 38, Thailand, number 37, Nicaragua, number 36, HHH, number 35, Redemption Island, number 34, One World, number 33, South Pacific, number 32, Fiji, and number 31, Guatemala. And at number 30, I am putting Gabon. 
it's a season that is kind of fun at times and other times it's just it's like watching a bunch of uh chickens with their head cut off trying to uh, uh catch each other i don't know it's a it's a really um messy season for me that i i i go back and forth on but and i think it's at the right spot right here on the list um i want it to be in the bottom 30 but uh, it, low on the bottom 30 uh, you think uh, me a total gabon head's going to put it on there yeah right <laughs> <laughs> You be doing this? Uh, I'm tempted to. I'm such a Randy fan that I just can't fucking stand it being down this low. I had Gabon at 26, so pretty close. Uh, Tom, what do you think about uh, Gabon? I'm, I'm curious. Uh, I have it six, sixth worst. Sixth worst. Wow. I think You're... it's to me sort of like a Thailand sister season. They both sort of don't feel like Survivor. They're like, which is kind of cool, but. There's nobody really to root for in this. I like Randy fine too, but the I mean, this Bill Nye type guy who wins, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of boring. Yeah, I I didn't find the season boring at all because I did like the characters. I did enjoy seeing uh, Sugar and I enjoyed uh, Randy. Um, I might be on like the I might be an odd man out on the Sugar train, but no, you know I like Sugar. Yeah, um, but this isn't worth vetoing to me because I had it at 21 anyway, so it's going to be not make the top 20. But Cody, I thought this was going to be in your, your top 15. I thought for sure you were going to veto this. I love saying that I'm a Gabon head, so I've hyped <laughs> these guys up so much to thinking that it was going to be a top 10 season. No. This is also the birth of Corinne, who's a really awful woman. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, let us not forget Ace. <laughs> yeah how could you uh, up, up with chrissy with one of the worst survivor players of all <laughs> i i think uh yeah this uh season birthed a lot of terrible and um corinne being top of the list or the fact that she um was in fans versus favorites makes me want to uh put that on there right now but <laughs> that's uh the i'm okay with gabon there, there, I will say the, the really good episode in Gabon is the Randy vote out episode where he's being such a jerk about the cookies. Yeah. And then oh, uh, so good. And uh, Bob gives him a fake idol. <laughs> it's really fun. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I do not need to say a word more about this season. I don't know about you guys, but I'm ready to hear Tom's 29. Forget you. Go home. Goodbye. Goodbye. I feel like I haven't picked in a year. <laughs> yeah are we sure we got the order right you got 29 and 28 Ooh. okay and these are your last your last two and then right no no there's gonna no. be one more at 24 because we have to switch the snake oh right yeah around mm. uh to make sure that the person that picked first also gets the last pick yeah well this is my fourth worst season and i'm sickened that it made it this far and I'll tell you what it is. Vanuatu. Mm. Veto. Oh, no, Chris. Immediate veto. This is the one I was. Uh, I, I knew was going to happen. This is war. <laughs> All right. Wow. Sorry. 
Uh, I'm going to veto your next pick just out of spite. That's fair. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What, what's uh, the reason for the veto here, Chris, just to quickly touch on this before Tom has to. Uh, I, I think Vanuatu is a highly underrated season. I've gone on about it at length in so many other podcasts. So I'm not going to talk about it now. Uh, Maybe, and maybe I'm biased because first Chris to play first Chris to win. Um, I think Chris's run at the end is a thing of uh, beauty to watch. And I really like watching it. I think it's awesome that Chris should have been voted out first and ends up winning. You've really got a thing for people with the same name as other people. (laughs) I do, yeah. (laughs) Especially for a guy with such a common name. (laughs) Are you out there taking credit for every Chris whoever? And every George. All right. All right. What's your what's your uh, new twenty nine pick? Oh God. Okay. Let me look down the list. I did have Vanuatu as a bottom ten season for myself as well, but just at the bottom ten. Okay. I mean, and Tom gets the next pick after this, Chris. So. Well, I mean, we'll see. I I hope he, I hope he won't. But we'll see. Oh well, I could, couldn't I? You you technically could, yeah. I mean, I didn't pick, you know, fans versus favorites when I was vetoed in the San Juan del Sur, but, uh, you know, you, you do what you got to do, Tom. All right, we'll feel it out. So, yeah, this is the one. Just checking my lists, guys. Try to fill the air. I, 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 I'm trying to think of what he would pick next. Um, I have only three in my bottom ten left. Only I have five in my bottom ten left. Wow. Only five. Only five of my bottom ten have been picked. Oh my um, god! Yeah, only two out of my top twenty have been picked, though. Sorry, I just realized that my third worst season hasn't been picked. I would do it. Um, that one would be. Oh, I wish you'd pick that first, and then the next one would have been, <laughs> and then I could have vetoed, and then he wouldn't have been going for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, this will be Ghost Island. Wow. Yeah, that's fine. That's, uh, yeah, that would have been maybe my. I wanted everybody to gasp. (laughs) I'm gasping. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Ghost Island. What a dud. (laughs) Uh, What do we got here? We have uh, Wendell, I'm not into. I'll just say that off the top. Is that more. Did you like him in his season or is, or like in winners at war, you didn't love him either. No, I never liked him. Hmm. I think, you know, he's kind of annoying. And then this thing he has with Dominic, I find that annoying too. I I I find their whole thing annoying. I will say actually, I mean, Donathan alone, I'm not sure if this should be this low, but um, yeah, Donathan's sort of an all timer for me, (laughs) but yeah, mostly, you know, all the damn idols. Yeah, I mean, if this would have made it lower, my veto would have been out like just straight away um, because I like this season a lot. I like Chris Noble so much. Um, and yeah, Jonathan, man. get off the Chris's Cody, you friggin' psycho. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I do really like this season. This is actually 14 overall for me. Wow. Wow. I had it. I had it high. I, I don't know. I, there's something about this uh, season. A lot of the cl- uh, characters just click for me. Um, 
maybe not because of like anyone like popping specifically a lot, but just consistency across the board. I, uh, I like a lot of the people. Um, Angela's in this season. She has that thing where she swallows that slug and looks like a demon. That was great. Right. And she's such a huge, great character before and after that as well. Yeah. yeah. I love, I love that you, your first, the first person you're talking about is like, whoa, can't forget about Angela in this season. Can't forget. Uh, Seabass had that one Laffy Taffy line and was confused about being called Seabass. Like Fabio, actually, was confused about being called Fabio. Seabass probably the worst face of all time on Survivor. <laughs> Except he's such and a heartthrob, Tom. What's that? So many women love Seabass. Well, you know, have at him. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to rewind for a second. Did you say you love Chris Noble? Yes, he's so funny. God, what? <laughs> he's so funny. He's funny? Yes. You're talking about the same guy I'm thinking of. Yeah. Like basically a male Chrissy. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I love him so much. He's the male model. Um, Yeah, he's so good. He's one of my least favorite players I've ever seen. He never gets to vote and he gets voted out. It's so good. (laughs) Well, I'm flabbergasted. So, So, Cody, are you going to veto? I I can't use my veto on this, although I might regret it later. You guys love bullies. I, I, I'm not a big Chris Noble fan. I think I, it's funny when he's voted out, but yeah. I, I, I'm not a big fan of him. The only two two good things that he contributes is that the stat that he's the only person to be voted out never casting a vote is a great stat, and he, I, deser- he deserves that. And Wendell's Wendell's greatest moment is his voting confessional about Chris Noble. Well, like... Chris knows too, because we watched this season together. We were in the fantasy together for this one. I loved Chris Noble the whole way through. Yeah, that's true. You're you, you haven't it hasn't been it hasn't wavered. Yeah. You're a big fan of like jock model bullies who he just sees himself in them. <laughs> yeah. All right. I everyone that used to bully me in school, I just looked up to them and loved them. <laughs> you know. I'm going to say at one point I told Joel that I think our views align more than his and I's, and I'm taking that back. Wow, this Chris Noble thing just is based just... on this Chris Noble thing. Tom, and, I, and were I, you I, team Chrissy too? Was everybody team Chrissy? Um, everyone liked. I'm not yeah. like I'm not huge. I would like to see her come back though. Right, I'm getting I'm not the biggest. Ball. I'm not the biggest Chrissy fan, but I feel like she would have been a. I don't know if if she had won over Ben. I don't know what a, like how I would, because I'm not the biggest Ben fan. That's the thing. Like I, I just wonder um, how uh, I would view Chrissy as a winner and ha- what her edit would show if she was the winner. You know, I'd like to see Chrissy come back too, but I feel like she'd be one of the first boots. You love Chris, Chris's though. So I, what can I say, <laughs> Chris? How oh, yeah. do you feel? Where do you, where do you stand on Chris Noble, Chris George? Um, I, I mean, as a player, as a character, I don't like him on the screen. I, I, I was never a big fan. I think he's incredible at challenges. I think he's one of the best challenge performers we've seen. When he but, throws that baseball and it immediately spins the whole thing around in one throw. I think that's pretty incredible. impressive. But if I wanted to see people who are good at challenges. I'd watch sports, you know? Yeah. Watch yeah. Actual baseball. I'm like, I'm not high on Chris Noble yeah. at all. I like, I, 
I hate his, I love hate his, um, his rap that he does in his Ponderosa video, the noble one. Have you seen that, Tom? I have not. I saw enough of his rapping in the show. <laughs> it's like, it's atrocious. It's it might turn you around. Thing. It would it's not. Really, it's really it will funny. Not. It's really funny. It's, it's not even that funny. It's just like, it just hurts to watch. Like most of Chris Noble. Nothing's turning me around on that guy. So are we, are we, is this just a discussion on Chris Noble? Or are we going to talk about the, well, I, want I, mean, the, I want off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like you're giving that vibe away, Tom. Um, uh, Tom, do you want to move on to your 28? Yes, I do. Oh God. So, okay. I'm going to be nice. I'm not going to pick nine. I do think it's a hideous season, but um, <laughs> I, I appreciate it. Okay. Well, Maybe you'll do me a favor back when my when my big season comes. <laughs> um, I will be picking season thirty-eight, Edge of Extinction. Oh shit, Tom! Great, great pick, Tom. I'm glad it's out of the thirties. I'm glad it's out of the thirties. That was one of the ones I was saving my veto for if it was in the thirties. But uh, I can't veto this, and maybe I would have. Well, oh yeah, you used your veto. You can't. <laughs> I'm uh I'm agreeing with this one 100%. It's uh too late. It should have been sooner. Yeah, I had this right after Fiji on my list. I I I really like the season. So, um it was number 14 on my list. Oh, well, that's cuz you just you're a big QAnon guy, right? You love Joe Anglin. <laughs> I like I like seeing him as the merge boot. Yeah. Um yeah, well oh, is Joe QAnon? Joe's yeah. Joe's got a lot of issues. Yeah, Joe's uh, anti-vax, anti. Yeah, he's a weird, strange man. Anyway, you guys the, can talk shit amazing, all you want. Talk the shit all you want. Part of Joey Amazing is that it's ironic. <laughs> yeah, um, I actually talk, watched his uh, wedding video the other day. Oh really? Oh, I, didn't I watched. Uh, I watched his birth video. <laughs> <laughs> right, he comes I'm, right out and kisses his dad right on the lips. <laughs> Uh, all right, I'm going to go to the washroom. You guys talk shit about Edge of Extinction, and I'll come back and uh, tell you all you're wrong. <laughs> uh, Tom, Tom go, take, take it away, I guess. Something wrong, something, you have wrong anything? something wrong with this guy's bladder. <laughs> <laughs> tell me about it. This yeah. is every podcast. <laughs> so what do we do? What do we, uh, we have to talk about this? Uh, Here's... The Here's the thing is the guy that the only one that disagreed left. Uh, so <laughs> we just have a bunch of people that uh, don't like this on this one. Hey, yeah, I, I'm really glad. I'll say this. I'm really glad that out of the uh, two Chris winners that this Chris winner is lower than Chris Doherty. Yeah, I care not for this Chris. I, I do not like that. He didn't play the game. I mean, that's my problem with Edge of Extinction to begin with. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it's hard there, as they love to let us know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not the game. I mean, I can't fault them because they're playing the game that's in front of them. But it's not the game. Yeah, I think this season had a lot of uh, people that just didn't pop for me, too. And I know that, like, uh, Joel's a big Victoria head or whatever. I don't I see it. I, I don't like Victoria. I like Victoria. Boring. I'm a I'm a Chris Underwood guy. Who is Victoria? She's the redhead. 
she's got that little lovely wink moment yeah she's never gets voted out she's she's absolutely nothing i don't even know what you guys are talking yeah people talk about her all the time and i'm confused well i think Um, she probably would have won had um edge of extinction not been in play what? Ah, get out of here. This this season. Yeah, just, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out no, of here. No, the only reason she gets voted off is because uh, Rick, whoever comes back, Chris Underwood. Oh yeah, the winner. So forgettable. Um, no. he comes back and and says, "Oh, listen, everyone is loving Victoria. We need to get her out." I, I love Reem. I yes, Reem rules. Reem is the best. I that love... tracks. I'm starting to see your style, Tom. <laughs> you mean I like interesting good people? Yeah. <laughs> I love Reem. I love David Wright. I love Kelly Wentworth. I love that they're gunning for each other the whole time. That's a really interesting story to me. I kind of like Devin's, even though he starts to get annoying. And I really love the finale. I think Chris Underwood's story told in two hours is really really interesting and really really fun for me so make a movie about it yeah i (laughs) understand i understand why people don't like the season that's why i'm happy it's at 28 and not at 37 like it is on the rob has a podcast rankings um yeah i'm 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 happy that we got it out of the 30 so i i'm i'm you guys i'd like to say uh reem moved this season up for me about three spots and um i just want to say how very much out i am on rick devins i don't need to see him come back everybody says he's a surefire uh returner season we saw so much of him in that season we don't need to see him again i'm neutral i'm neutral on devins i'm fine with him existing but i don't i'm not crazy if they were like oh it's uh second chances to rick devins is back i'd go ah you mean third (laughs) chance though Gotta mention War Dog. I mean, I'm kind of into War Dog. I like War Dog. Yeah, Ace Two, Ace Version Two. Yeah, he's yeah. People call him (laughs) Tony Two Point Oh, but he's Ace Two. He is Ace Two Point Oh. He's not Ace Life. (laughs) Yeah, he's bad. That guy's bad. I mean, a Brooklyn Nets tattoo and a New York Mets tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) I think he's he. I I think I would hate him if I talked to him in person, but he's kind of fun on the TV. I respect a man like a who has a such a nickname <laughs> at first i thought it was like some kind of eastern european actual name i but then you find out, oh, he's the, the dog of war i the, his nickname is a big thing for me like uh lil how she comes in with a uh in her scouts uniform and is bad at everything and then war dog is the same he's called war dog he's terrible at challenges he's terrible at survival he's just not good at anything which is- I love I love a guy who looks like he's going to be good at challenges and then is awful at them. <laughs> he exactly fits that mold. And you know, I'm a challenge hunter. I love Chris Noble. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, I have the t- number twenty-seven pick. Is that right? Yeah. Sure. I'm not keeping track. Um. Okay. So, <laughs> I can't believe this hasn't come up yet. Um, I think it it has. Um. You know, it's the first returning player season at All-Stars. Um, it, yeah, it's strange that it hasn't come up yet because it's it's not a great season, and I don't think anybody feels very strongly about it here. Um, I think maybe it was just kind of thrown on a lot of people's lists. I, I did switch around Gabon for All-Stars because I wanted Gabon to be in the 30s more than the All-Stars. So yeah, come on now. Uh, this is my 27. 
Oh, good. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just kind of a dark season. A lot of dark things happen. The first couple episodes are fun. Everybody's having a good time. And then a few dark things happen. And it's it, there's no going back from there. There's, there's all these characters that we liked in the past that start acting like total fucking assholes. And, uh, and, and Rupert is just being so frustrated. You want to, like, if we're talking about Rupert is, like, Rupert is the original Laurel. Um, not you know. Well, he he never turns on uh on Robber Amber. He keeps talking oh. about how he's gonna turn on Robber Amber, and he never does. Just like how Laurel keeps talking about how she's gonna turn on Wendell and Dom, but never does. Mm. And it's just really yeah. frustrating to watch. That was but pretty there's, obscure. There's... <laughs> but yeah. there's some some moments. To figure out who Laurel is still. I I thought you were talking about Lauren from uh, Thirty Nine. Well, I don't know. I feel like a, a, um, a reason a lot of people don't like Ghost Island is because Laurel never Laurel keeps talking about voting out Dom and never does. Well, she uh, votes him out at the very end. And is, isn't that all that matters? Yeah, I guess. Um, this, is, this is definitely the beginning of the fall of Rupert. <laughs> yeah. This guy who just the season before were like, oh, the greatest player ever. I can't wait to see Rupert again. And then you see him again. And it's like, oh, brother. Yeah, <laughs> I love the fall of Rupert. Somebody, somebody tell this guy to stop. And then you see him again, and then you see him again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and also you see him win a million dollars at America's Tribal Council, which I watched recently, and it is a rough forty-five minutes of television. Um, and- yeah, this to me is like the frustrating version of the Frog March, you know for all the reasons that I like uh, Rob's winning season, I don't like this one. Well, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it definitely. Would we like it more if Rob had won? No, because it's just frustrating the whole time. Like it really, people are being inept. Mm -hmm. It's, it it felt like. Cody, how do you feel about All-Stars? I uh, I probably had all stars higher than anyone else um, again, but not because I'm like all about all stars. I just feel like it's a season I could always like go back to because I like to just see the grouping of players, I guess. Um, and there are like uh, quite a bit of episodes that I enjoy in it. And it does like fall for me after like post merge kind of thing. But um, yeah, there's uh, I mean, Richard Hatch, he fights a shark in it. So but there's also some. Uh, sorry, what'd you say? Big points for me for uh, fighting a shark. Richard Hatch has a moment in this season that uh, doesn't look well on him. I would say. Yeah. Yeah, there's one of the dark moments I talked about. Mm, yeah. <laughs> There's, there's a lot of darkness in this season. I'm I, I'm with you. I'm glad it's I'm glad it's at the spot. As far as the darkness goes, though, I'm I was very into Rob's move on Lex. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. just just not the response from from everyone else. It's so weird. Like there, there's all these people that are that have played the game before and all this stuff, but are just fucking hate backstabbing so much. They get so mad at the only person playing the game. And <laughs> And 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 it's funny that Lex gets so mad at Rob because right after he did the exact same thing to Ethan, right in the pre-merge. Um, and it's because of that uh, Lex contradiction 
that I put Africa next at 26. Hmm. Okay. I can't veto it. I wouldn't veto it. I have it higher, but. Yeah, I have it pretty high. I really like that season, but I'm saving the veto. I, uh, yeah, there's, I mean, it, it's not the fault of the season as well, but it does become boring because of everyone stuck at camp um, the entire time. So not a lot really interesting happens ah. too much gameplay wise to me. You're putting uh, Africa ahead of Australia. I like Australia better. I like Australia better. I think Africa's just like the, 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 it's the scenario. The, the, the location is such a huge player. It's like one of the most memorable seasons for me because of the location. It's like so interesting. Well, you could have got that location with Gabon too, but uh, you decided to put it lower. They don't have big balls on Gabon that they push around. They don't uh, have. Uh, do they not? They don't have the thorn. They don't have to encircle their camp with thorns because they're hearing lions literally right outside their camp. But so the only the survival person, element, it's like the only person that can veto this is Tom, but he's not going. But you, you, you wouldn't veto because I, I think I, I think spot. Africa should be higher. But I have this at fourteenth. Mm-hmm. I I really like it. I agree with Chris about the location. Um, yeah, I, I love that story. I love that storyline of the young people being shitty to the old people and then <laughs> turn on them. Um, we have our first great freak, I think, Frank. Yeah, Frank. <laughs> um, I think this is a great season. And if it weren't for the fact that I'm really being the protector of a, a different season, I would use my veto, but I'm not going to. Yeah, there's a great moment with Frank when they're all playing... Uh, never have I ever, and, and Frank says, never have I ever broken the honor of a handshake. <laughs> Just an old army guy whose new job is climbing telephone poles. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, there are just seasons that are are worse than it that are still out there, and it's yeah. just, it's weird to me that Africa's on the list now. But Cody, uh, you're way off base. I Yeah, Cody, I'm... I understand why this is low for you. This this doesn't hit any buttons for you. Yeah, it doesn't hit any of the buttons for me. And honestly, we've covered a lot of my other ones. This is the only one that's lower on my list that's kind of left at this point. So I don't know what you guys are going to say for the other ones or whatever. They're all kind of a little up in the air. There's a lot of close ones for me, but this one was lower because uh, it's just not that enjoyable for me. I, I feel like it's a bit more of a boring one. Oh, and a great winner, a real stand-up guy. Yeah. We love him. Yeah. Ethan is one of my favorite winners. He, he's definitely like one of the most likable winners out there. But I, I guess you don't care about Ethan's journey, do you, Cody? Yeah, I guess I don't. I uh, didn't cry a tear in season 40 for his journey. Well, you might be not human. <laughs> if you didn't cry when when Ethan climbed the mountain to get the logs, you might be inhuman. <laughs> you didn't cry when he had to get a bunch of logs for no real reason. <laughs> uh, no. So uh, that brings it to uh, Chris with 25 and we're getting into the bottom or the last five here for uh 25 through 21 jeez 
Oh, there's a lot that I want to put. This is tough. I'm debating between a few. Uh, I, I don't I don't want to say San Juan del Sur again, because like I don't want to I don't want to put that on now since it's been since it's been vetoed. You know what I mean? Um, and I feel like blood versus water kind of goes hand in hand in that. You know what? I'm going to put Australia. I hate that it's right above Africa. I wish those two could be flipped. But um, Australia, I feel like I have the similar feeling that Cody does Africa. I just think it's it's too long. Oof, those extra three days, they just wear on me. <laughs> those, those early seasons, the, the end game is always kind of boring. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like Australian Outback because of, uh, I think, the people. I thought there was more interesting things kind of like going on, a little more unpredictability to me. But it's too long. <laughs> too long. And it's too uh, long. But, and they have but, more episodes, too. Right. But, yeah. And yeah, I mean, the, the finale is really boring until it gets to Cody Colby's decision um, to win or lose, basically. <laughs> He uh, ba- it basically he's 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 making this decision whether to win against Keith or lose against Tina, and uh, he picks losing. And it's 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 it, you know a flabbergasting decision that is that is based on this fact that like you know they were it was more about the was it more about the celebrity? It was more about being on a TV show than it was about winning the game back then. Yeah. Um, he wanted think, to look he wanted to look better on TV than he did win the game. And I think Colby's a drag this whole season. He's he's billed as a hero, but he's an asshole the whole time. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of a petulant baby. Yeah. And uh, I'll take Jerry over Colby any day. 100% agree with you. Yeah. I do love Jerry on that season. She's a she's a shining light. I agree too. And that's where it kind of like fall, uh, falls a little bit for me, but I did enjoy, I think like regardless on paper, Colby might've won that season, uh, but his final tribal is just so bad, which you love to see um, that. I think that's he could love to, see? to anyone. <laughs> I think just based off of how bad his final tribal was. You and guys. Never uh, forget, sorry. Never go forget ahead. His very strange relationship with his mother. <laughs> Yeah, speaking of Joe Anglum kissing his dad on the lips. <laughs> oh God. So you guys yeah. were talking about Ethan being the most likable winner. I think Tina's up there too. If Ethan's yeah. the most likable winner, Tina's number two. And uh, apparently Tina could have been edited to be a bit more unlikable or may- by today's standards, maybe more likable. She was apparently quite strategic out there and we don't see it as much. I feel edit. like you can tell though. I feel like just based off of how the game is going, and based off of seeing Colby in other seasons, you know it's Tina behind it all. Although in her in her EW interview, she does say like, um, "Oh, people think I was this big strategic. You know, I was just out there like living. I didn't really have that much strategy." That's so I don't her know. thing, though. That's her thing. <laughs> I don't know how much of that is all shucks and how she much she was of setting that up is. for those future seasons. Yeah. Would have loved to see her in Winners at War instead of Danny. Yeah, mm. gotta say. But yeah, Australia. It was it was thirty three for me, so it's it's gotten a boost being twenty five. Yeah. Well, uh, Tom, this is your last pick. Are we okay? Skipping? Well, are I'm we skipping me? To... What? Um. 
Wait, you went. You. Uh... We have 24, 23, 22, 21, right? Yeah. Oh. So, so basically this last snake, it doesn't snake because right. we have to make sure that the person that got 40 got the last okay. pick as well. Okay. All right, Tom, Dude, 24. Okay. I've given this some grace, but I'm sorry, Chris. I need to extinguish Vanuatu. No. I honestly, I, when I put Africa afterwards, I was like, oh, shit. I forgot Vanuatu wasn't picked yet. <laughs> yeah. I have it fourth worst, so I really just can't, can't see it out there anymore. Oh. There are some seasons. That you know what? That's classless. Before. Classless. <laughs> I I have it pretty much at 24 on my list, but there are some seasons that haven't been said that that you know. <laughs> I I have it as number eight. I love this season. I know wow. you do, Chris. Cody was wow. talking to me privately in a chat, being like, "Oh, if you you put game changers, I'll put China." I was like, "Ah, oh, I gotta save my veto for." <laughs> I was like, "No, I'm saving it for Vanuatu. There's like no other." You, you got a long run on it. Yeah, it uh, uh, it you, made you it. Brought it up probably ten spots or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it uh, cracked the top twenty-five, which uh, nothing to sneeze at. I'm just kidding. Let's let's do snake draft. It was my pick. Tom goes last. Tom goes last. <laughs> yeah, uh, but listen, there's nobody good on this season. <laughs> that roar. Hard, hard disagree. Twyla would be great to come back. Twyla's fun. Rory is fun. Um, Eliza. I liked Eliza in this in this season. She's she's fun, and and I love. I think Chris is masterful. The how he's able to, like he 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 kind of sets the precedent of just like stick around until and keep grinding until something changes. And the fact that he's able to outlast all of his guys and then is able to worm his way into those cracks, I think it's exactly emblematic of what Survivor is all about in but terms Chris. of like. Get get one more, just one more. Don't you think Vesepia did that first? I forget everything about Marquesas <laughs> because it's so boring. Right. <laughs> Everyone agreed. Thirty nine for Marquesas. Right? <laughs> Bottom of the list. I mean, uh, I think Chris, I I agree with you that Vanuatu is a little underrated, but I I don't agree with you on <laughs> Chris's masterful game. I think he makes a really good move by telling Twyla to, to be scorched earth at the uh, um, final tribal council. That's kind of an ingenious move. And, and I think it's what really wins in the game. Uh, but I, I, I don't, I think he, he slips by mostly by the fault of the, the women in the women's Alliance. Like what's her name? Uh, Amy. And what's the other Leanne, Amy and Leanne, Leanne. Yeah. Totally fuck it up for themselves. More than more than I think they fuck it up more than Chris actually uh, is a good. I don't know. There's there's also a wonderful dynamic of all these like big burly young guys on the guys tribe or think that just by by virtue of them being young and like more athletic that they are going to stick around. And then when Chris and Sarge get the other guys together and turn the tables on them, they're so blindsided right off the bat. It's 
I think it's just got some really great, really great dynamics. And I, and, and I, again, I know I'm in the minority because I know this is always lower on people's lists. So I'm, I'm glad I got it up as high as I could, but uh, I, I think it's fun. Chris, Chris, I mean this in no way as a personal attack, but both Chris winners have to be two of the worst survivor winners I've ever seen. <laughs> I'll give you half. I'll give you half. I, I'll, I'll give and you hey, half too, but it's the other half. <laughs> I'm no Tommy fan either. So, you know, Hey, I think but, I got you both. Maybe I don't really, you know, identify with my first name as much as some people. I got, I got you both. The, the two survivor Joels suck more than anybody. So it's, uh, it, you, you guys at least have some winners. I don't have a winner. I have two pre-merge boots. I don't have a, a name you in the race. Dr. <laughs> Dr. John Cody and Dr. Candace Cody. That doesn't, don't, don't you put that on me. Yeah. Um, yeah, this, the big problem with this season for me is that I just, uh, don't have an opinion on it. So <laughs> Well, that's, that's how it is. That's a that's good for a podcast host. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So do I have uh, I have 20, 23? 23, Yeah. Um, Tom, I don't know. I mean, I can't believe it's made this far, and I know you like this one. I'm uh, putting uh, worlds apart here. I'm well, not this- a big. I'm not a big fan of worlds apart season thirty. I. Oh. Uh, would have put it a lot lower on this list. Just the fact that it is, you know, even close to the the 20 greatest seasons of Survivor, I think is pretty uh, wrong. Um, yeah. Um, and there's some really unlikable characters in this who I hate. And even the winner, even though he has a, a great story, I don't quite like him very much, even though he has a very gravelly voice and his name's Mike. Um. Yeah, I really. Oh yeah, I just gotta, I got, I gotta keep winning, and then I can maybe use an idol. Um, I'm here for America, man. Yeah, it's all about representing America. Um, but uh, will I hate? Um. Yeah, will sucks. Uh, yeah, Rodney's a douche. Dan is a douche. Rodney is a funny douche. Um, and Dan is kind of a funny douche, but mostly it's just dark. They both. It just some dark stuff that I, I really don't like confronting dark stuff when I watch Survivor and Worlds Apart makes me do that and I don't like it, you know? But you're not allowing Survivor to reflect the world like it's supposed to. The I guess not. I guess not. The world is dark, Joel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you have I, to let it all in. I mean, Tom and I both have our vetoes here, right? Well, I won't be vetoing this. I have it pretty close to this position. Yeah. Oh, really? Tom, I remember you were so high on this when you watched this. I think at the time, I yeah, I liked it a lot. But when I did my rankings, it fell. It was 21st. So oh, okay. It was this, 28 for me. It was, this is... A, it's about the same place for me as well. But the fact that Joel brought this season up and didn't immediately say Vince Sly <laughs> makes me want to veto this immediately. Because Vince is the star of the season, yeah, but- and Joe kissing his dad on the lips. That no, that's that's not in this season. <laughs> is it not? No, no it's in Cambodia. Yeah, that's second chance. Oh God. I will say, you know, at at position twenty one, I love Survivor so much that that is a very good season. We're mm-hmm. at twenty three right now. 
Close I know, enough. You know, my personal 21st. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, pretty close uh, to where yours is. I think I actually had it a little bit lower, but uh, just thinking about the season inspired me. It was disappointing Rodney, to me. Rodney's very funny, as we've already said. He's worth yeah. he's worth a bunch of places in this list. Yeah. And um, Mike, in real life, is probably a bad man. <laughs> but in this show, I think he's a great winner. He really scraps it out. He, he might be like the ultimate uh, underdog scrap out win. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you that the best part of this season is this the Mike story, especially after he fucks up at the auction and just how he kind of makes his way to the end. And uh, it's disappointing that we didn't get to see him in Winners at War and we had to see Ben Dreedbergen, even though I kind of like Ben in Winners at War. Oh, I love Ben in Winners at War. I'm so happy he was there. I, <laughs> yeah. Ben was Ben was the unstrategic player, like <laughs> of of the forty cast. I disliked him almost the whole season, and then he has a great exit, and he has the sort of like Colby, uh, you know, you, you like him again. Yeah. Once you see his his weak side, mm-hmm. <laughs> I only know one way to play this game. Imagine imagine Ben said that at the end before he uh, let Sarah vote for him. <laughs> okay. yeah i'm not i'm not arguing with world's part that's yeah that's i mean fun. i mean i i, I a good spot for it i wanted it to be in the bottom 30 but i i can i i'm glad that it's not of in we're not going to be talking about it next episode so even though there are some some seasons that i don't think we're going to talk about in these next two picks <laughs> that i believe that we should be um yeah this is tough because uh of course, uh, Tom has his veto. Um, I think he's going to use it on the one that should go right here. Uh, we'll put uh, it, and then I'll put it immediately after to spite uh, him. I gave you 10 spots. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we. I think we gave you a lot with Karamoan, and I think, uh, yeah, you use your veto if you wish. Um I think Joel will be a little pissed off if you do use your veto, which might be redemption for you. But uh, I got to put Caramo in here. You know what? Even if you guys pull some sneaky trick after this, I'm vetoing out of principle. It's <laughs> fair. That That's fair. That is very fair. Uh, so because I can't put Caramo uh, on here, the next on my list is Cambodia. Are you kidding? Oh my I'm god! Not, I'm not kidding you. I think you've gotten the names wrong. You're, yeah. you, Cam- Cambodia is season thirty-one, second chance. Second chances, yeah. Yeah, so you, you must have misspoke. I'm sure. Cody, 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 Cody. What? Sorry, Joel. I can't believe you. I can't I- believe this, Cody. Oh my god! You. I have I to. I don't stick- know. With my own integrity. We have successfully made it through most of my list here. There are, um, there's like so many seasons that should be. Cambodia is my number five. Yeah, Cambodia, oh. is, my number, Cambodia is, my, is my number six. Yeah, it, 
It is exactly in the 21st position for me. You're going to alienate all of our listeners. Why would I get alienate? <laughs> I'm sure there's people out there with the same opinion as me. You know what? Controversy sells podcasts. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come out here and say that I have 31 at 19. So thank you, wow. Tom. No. There's just Th- so many seasons that should be. I think. For me, when I watch Cambodia and you're thinking about second chances, you're thinking about the people that were brought back. I remember uh, watching that very first episode and having a sigh at the people that were brought back. Yeah, but Cody, it's not about the. I mean, but I'm not just talking about as a whole. I mean, the season as a whole, I don't I don't have a lot of love for it. I don't have a lot of love for it. So that's why I got to put it here. Wow, I'm pretty speechless. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm pretty. Uh, I'm pretty shook. And we we were. I was really kind of getting along with, <laughs> as it were. And um, oh. now I'm. I'm. I'm feeling like Chris at the end of most of our list. list. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that with like Cambodia, I know that it's a big season for you, Joel. I, I didn't know it was such a big season with you, Chris, but I know because of or like Joel, you're a big fan of these people. You're a big fan of uh, a lot of these characters and everything. And of course uh, you like how the season goes down. But for me, I mean, like I I felt a little checked out by these characters. I'm not into them as much watching it. Uh, so although I like Jeremy and I, I think it's a good win, um it's just it's not as high on the list and this is it's a it's a little bit there's a like one maybe two that could have been before it here for me but like i had it around the 21 20 mark so and chris chris you gotta you chris oh you you know yeah 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 don't even worry oh you know what i'm putting next yeah i'm with cody i think this is Sort of the least inspiring group of returners I'm looking at. I disagree. I, I do love an Abby Maria. I love. Yep. I love uh, <laughs> Cambodia. The cast is 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 really great. Almost every vote has intrigue has intrigue to it. Um, there's just um, everybody's playing so hard from exactly. the get. Vetus immediately goes. Mm-hmm. perfect that's a big plus yeah that is a plus uh he gets a couple massages in there before he goes <laughs> uh, a bit of a minus but uh... <laughs> I, I i like the uh i was expecting a lot more out of tasha i was really excited to see tasha come back and was underwhelmed i i i like spencer i like jeremy i like kelly wentworth in this season um, I was it's happy a great to see final four. Back. I mean, it's a great, yeah. it's a great when you get to the final five, you have two starting tribes left. You have the, um, the green tribe from uh, the brains tribe from Kageyan and then Hunapu from uh, San Juan del Sur left. Well, it's very cool. interesting how that works out. It, it feels like a game bot season almost. Uh, that's why I like I th- it. I, which I think that's why it lacks its pop for me. Um, yeah, but, but it, uh, as opposed to Winners at War, I I did have this higher than Winners at War. There's more um, wrenches in the season um, for strategic players. There's an Abby Maria. There is um, a Keith Nail. 
You know, there are people that need to be sort of like told what to do and at, at different points. And there's great moments with that, I think. And there's Steven versus Spencer, and they're both not the greatest players. Like they haven't won. Everybody <laughs> on the season hasn't won. They're none of them are strategic masterminds. Well, that's why it's six, second chances. <laughs> yeah, but that's part of the draw. That's like what that's... I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, we got the winner in there. I mean, for me, yeah, it, it didn't pop. There wasn't the people that popped. Um, and that's all I have to say. I mean, yeah, good gameplay. I think 22, that's a great spot. It's not. I, I think you're making a good case, Cody. Thank you. That, see, now I'm, we're back I'm... on the same page. Fuck Chris Noble. I'm throwing him out. I hate him now. <laughs> all right. We can get along again. I'm going scorched earth policy on this list from here on out. My Vanuatu's gone. All of your favorites are going to die too. Yeah. Uh, Chris, Chris, we, we got to get revenge here. We got to get 100%. no, no vetoes left in this. Next oh yeah. I went with my heart. Well, I'm going with my heart and my oh, heart. Before you do this, I just would like to remind you that I could have picked Vanuatu right after you vetoed it. That's true. All right. Now that I've reminded you, go ahead. All right. He's, so, so he's with, not with that in that. mind, you know what, Tom? With that in mind, I will, I will pick something different. He's unless, going to hurt unless, me unless it gets vetoed. I'm, I won't even think about Caramoan. And so, I'm going to put Game Changers as number twenty-one. Good. This is an outrage. I, no. And I will tell, I will tell you guys this. When I was writing out this, I, I wrote everything out on little pieces of paper so I could move them around, um, and I forgot that Game Changers was a season. I got to 33. I was like, Millennium versus, versus Gen X. I was like 34 uh, Heroes, Heroes, I guess. And I was like, yeah. no, that that Ghost Island is 36. And it took me like almost a minute to remember that this season exists. I will not deal with this slander any longer. So Joel, you can stop it now. Chris, you can stop it. I am using my veto to make sure that Game Changers cracks the top 20. I will not deal with this <laughs> a second longer. <laughs> all right chris you need to hit him where it hurts again what <sighs> what do you mean hit me where it hurts <laughs> you already took out gabon everyone knows him. Huge put david man. versus goliath right here <laughs> <No>. <laughs> scorched earth um mm, this is this is tough i i I still have two seasons that are in my bottom five that aren't <laughs> on this list yet. Um, and you dare put heroes versus villains on there? Or not heroes versus oh. villains. Game changers. Game changers? They're equal to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I don't, and you know what? I want to take the high road and I don't want to do Caramoan, even though that's, that's pretty low for me too. Um, but you know what? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put the first blood versus water as number 21. I thought we were trying to make Cody hurt here. I thought we were not <laughs> happy. Is that, does that make Cody happy? That was a death blow for Joel. <laughs> One-two punch. He's, he's done. Just I'll change it to, to... I'll, I'll make it San Juan del Sur. I'll give you the choice, Joel. Joel, give up San Juan del Sur. I just didn't want to say San Juan del Sur again because it had been vetoed. I mean, I don't know. Uh, you, you, you go with your heart. It's okay. Are you I sure? Give up whatever. I like both those seasons. 
but which do you like more? I like Blood versus Water more. The first one. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll put San Juan del Sur then as as my returnee as twenty one. Okay. I wanted to put Borneo at twenty one as like a nice little nod, and then moving into the you know the the glory age and. But I, uh, I was between Borneo and Cambodia. Yeah. What? But uh, yeah, San Juan del Sur. Off base. I just hate blood versus water. So I've already talked about it. And I hate blood versus water more than I hate fans versus favorite too. So I got to go with my original r- ranking sort of system. I'm, 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 I got to say guys, this went worse than I thought it would go. This is a, hor- <laughs> it's a horrible list. Um, yeah, I mean, there. I mean, we'll 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 see. We'll see. But... I'm sorry to hurt you, Joel, but knowing that that uh, Cody likes San Juan del Sur, that also makes me happy to. Yeah. No, no. I I'm glad you did that because I I'm so mad at Cody uh, because I told him to be nice to me before we started this <laughs> recording as well. I could have chose Kaigai on there, Joel. Just keep in mind that one. I could have done it. I I vetoed San Juan del Sur for you as well. This is a lot like the Rob Lex backstabbing. Yeah. Yeah. We should put all stars higher. <laughs> We're living it. I mean, San Juan, San Juan del Sur was right after Cambodia for me on this list. So, I mean, this is around kind of where I had it. I mean, for me, probably would have kicked it off on the next one. But number 21, I mean, once you're in the top 25, we're all winners here. And I like the look of our list. Oh, I don't. I still got I mean, five just, from my bottom 20 that didn't make it. The Cambodia thing really does uh, uh, piss me off. Yeah, that's the worst one for sure. Everything else I can kind of get behind. I think, yeah, San Juan del Sur is a season I quite like, but I do not like it the same way I like Cambodia. San Juan del Sur to me is a very fun season. Very, maybe for me, the funniest season um, has the biggest laughs for me. Um, there's just, and, and the end strategic play is uh, uh, kind of very fun for me. Um, but, and also there is some really great strategic play in the last few episodes by our winner, Natalie Anderson. And uh, it was at, it was at number 15 for me. So I can't, I can't scoff too hard at it being at 21. So Chris, I, I appreciate you picking San Juan del Sur instead of uh, trying to, you know, know, trying to make a a nice collective list here instead of, you know, taking people's dreams and ripping them apart. Hey, I'm trying to make a list off of my opinion and not Reddit. Okay. (laughs) So listen up. I'm giving it like it is. One one of my favorite Jeff moments when the guy's excited about two and a half minutes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I I won't say uh, 15, 30 chicken nuggets. All in one sitting. My, my favorite is Jeff's reply. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> and, then, and then Wes goes, I love that show. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that uh, we got ourselves a list here. So right. sh- shall we go over them? Yeah, count them down. This is uh, 40 through 21. Um, we'll have part two coming out uh, in two weeks. But uh, so far, we have number 40, Island of the Idols. Number 39, Marquesas. Number 38, Thailand. Number 37, Nicaragua. Number 36, HHH. Number 35, Redemption Island. 
Number 34, One World. Number 33, South Pacific. Number 32, Fiji. Number 31, Guatemala. Number 30, Gabon. Number 29, Ghost Island. Number 28, Edge of Extinction. Number 27, All Stars. Number 26, Africa. Number 25, Australian Outback. Number 24, Vanuatu. Number 23, Worlds Apart. Number 22, Cambodia. And number 21, San Juan de Sur. Okay. All right. There you have it. And so, um, Tom, how do you feel about the list? I think it's going pretty well for me. Yeah, you've... I, you've... I feel like everybody else is upset. <laughs> I, but, um, I'm not. I'm feeling good, too, Tom. Yeah, a lot of these feel pretty close to where I had it. The, the, um, the Redemption Island is my one sort of, you know, that one hurts. Mm-hmm. Africa as well I had a lot higher so there are a few upsets but uh, still pretty good okay um, and I did want to mention because we didn't mention off the top we have a new theme song that we recorded so I think people noticed yeah people definitely <laughs> noticed but we didn't we didn't we didn't call attention to it um, uh, yeah so just because it's so seamless yeah. yes it's almost the exact same as me singing um, but yeah um, so let us know how you like the theme song let us know how you like the list and remember to rate, review, subscribe. And if you prefer, I should have said this off the top, but if you prefer a video version of the podcast, you can check it out on YouTube. And um, yeah, you can wave to the people watching. Um, uh, yes, yeah, so, sorry, Tom, I should have told you that so you could have done your makeup a bit better. Um, Unbelievable. Uh, but yeah, anyway, um, let us know if you thought we were wrong or if you thought we were right. And uh, give us... Uh, uh, rate review subscribe i already said that all right um thanks chris and thanks tom for coming on thank you guys yeah that was fun always an honor okay bye tune in for part one or part two coming up hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.